Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Battle Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. This week's episode is a year in the making. It's a conversation that I had with Adriana Solarzano. I hope I'm saying her name right. She is a Venezuelan singer. She lives here in Boston. She is best known in Venezuela for the band Geisha back in the 90s. Here in New England, she is the front woman for the Iron Maiden tribute band, Maiden New England. She's also done a bunch of other projects. Super interesting conversation. Just a lovely lady. She's got a very big gig coming up. You guys are going to hear all about that. But before we get started, as always, I thank everyone for their continued support. It is much appreciated. Also, in case you want to get in touch with me, I haven't mentioned this in a while. You can find me mostly on Twitter at Metal Chat Pod, M-E-T-A-L-C-H-A-T-P-O-D, and you can email me. I'm actually going to try to change my email address because I think it's too long. But for right now, it is Podcast at gmail.com. I also wanted to give a shout out to a listener in Ukraine. I saw in my stats that somebody from over there is checking out the show. I know you got a lot going on. I hope that I can offer you a little bit of levity while you're going through a really, really tough situation. In this episode, you will hear music from Geisha. You can find them on YouTube. I will share a link in the episode description. And with that, we are on to episode 38, Adriana from Maiden, New England. You're listening to Metal Chat with Melissa on Podbean. My guest today is Adriana Solazano. Am I saying your name right? That is correct. It's Adriana Solorzano. Solorzano. Right. Got to roll my R. That's right. Adriana is the lead singer of the Maiden Tribute Band Made in New England, and she also is the lead singer of the band Geisha from Venezuela. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. So this has been a year in the making. You and I met last year. We have a mutual friend, Erico. Yes. And we came out to see your band play with a bunch of other bands. So I wanted to talk to you because Erico told me, well, first of all, I thought you you guys were really great. I thought you did a great job. I'm a huge Iron Maiden fan. So I get a little bit, I don't know what the word is. I get, I don't want to say snobby, but maybe that's the word. I get very particular about when other people are doing Iron Maiden, you know, whether or not they're doing a good job or not. (laughs) And you did a good job. You passed the test. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm glad. And then Erico was telling me about your story, about you being from Venezuela also, and that you were a big star in Venezuela. Well, kind of, yes. (laughs) Kind of. So we'll get that. So you grew up in Venezuela. Did you grow up in Caracas? Yes, I did. Were you always musical? Were you somebody that was always like singing in, you know, the choir or church or school or whatever? Exactly like that all my life, because my mother and my father, both of them are very musical people. And uh, yeah, I started my career when I was a little baby, basically uh, singing uh, Christmas songs, you know, going through houses. Um, Oh, like caroling. Caroling, exactly. I started like like my, my musical um, adventures starting with uh, caroling and exposing myself, you know, like um, going uh, with my little group with maybe five kids caroling and just ding dong, we're here, we're going to sing for you guys. And 
the award was uh, some sweet chocolate or, you know, things like that. So that was my beginning as a musician. So were you in, in band in, in high school? Yes, I yes, I was always part of a choir or a little band. I started actually playing drums with my brother in my basement. We were, we were very punk, you know, it was easy music to play and right. give you that power. Um, so we started doing that. He was playing guitar, I was playing the drums and singing, you know, when we were uh, kids. And that, that, that's why my, that my origins and um, hard rock started when I was very, very young, even though that my father and my mother, they weren't listening to that kind of music. But it was easy to play and it was fun for us. And at school, we always have, we were kind of the misfits kids, you know? Um, so we, we relate with that kind of music, that rebel. That, well, that was going to be my next question was how you got drawn towards hard rock and metal. Yes. That. So when did you, or did you always think to yourself, this is what I want to do for a living. This is what, what I want my career to be. Not really. It was more a passion, a therapy. It's something that it was I needed to do as not as a career per se. It would be nice, but it was that wasn't my goal. It was just for me, like have eating or breathing. It's something that it was in my nature since I was a little kid. So I didn't plan that as a career or as or a job. It was more like I have to do this no matter what. Even if it was just a yeah, not, not thinking that I'm going to make a living of this. I'm not going to make money. You know, I just want to have fun. That, that's it. Was Geisha a band that already existed that you joined? Or is Geisha your band that you formed? Yeah, I was the first singer. Uh, it, was, it was, we formed that band. Um, with, we're three friends, good friends from one of them. Is a, it was a girl too, Fanny Shada. She was the bass player. We were in high school together. And we met a guitar player that was very good, um, a little older than us. Back in the day, I was 17 when Geisha started, actually. And we just met. We had that connection with Brock. And we decided, you know what, let's, let's do a band. And there was a festival in a club. And, that, and we wanted to join that festival. We, we didn't even have songs or music. But just, so that festival gave us, you know, like... Um, a goal to make songs fast. Let's do this. And we were super. We were kids, and actually, my mother has to file a permit for a minor. Oh, right. To be able underage. to. Yes, I was underage, too, and there was a um, a club that was right. 18 years. Yeah. So yes, uh, that's how we started, and we actually won the festival. Oh wow! Oh, so it was like yes. oh, so it was like a contest. So it was a you, contest. Yes. Was it? Was it? Did you do an original song, or did you learn original songs? We, we created songs like from scratch. They were kind of innocent mm -hmm. and raw, uh, super fun. Um, one of the songs that I remember clearly it was, I think, the first song that we created together collectively. Uh, the name was Smog, Smog like pollution. Oh. <laughs> So it was uh, an environmental, you know, um, kind of um, song about we have to be more conscious about our our um, climate. About the environment, and, yeah. Yes, and the environment. So that was kind of, the, it was super cute. So when you won, when you won this contest, what did you win? Did you win? 
money. A tour, oh, actually, money. No, what did you money. Oh. Money, and I don't remember exactly how much was. Um, it wasn't too much. But for us, there were kids. It was like amazing. And probably we got, I don't know. And in translating that in, in dollars right now, $500. But did you also, but you also got exposure. Did from that, were you able to get yes. other gigs? Absolutely. Yes. We started little by little to gain a name. And it was um, the fact that it was a, a, two girls in a, in, a, in a rock band in Venezuela in the early 90s. Well, actually, that happened in 1988 or 89, that contest. So okay. it was a long time ago. That was like a shock for the right. rock scene. Like even then, remember the Alfredo Escalante was one of the uh, hostess in the radio, like a very big personality. And he was in the, at that contest, at that festival, and he was super impressed. Uh, and the reviews about us was like, this, it was so surprising for them to see two girls again. And in um right. environment that Venezuela at that time was very machista, you know that word? Yeah, yeah. Very masculine, very, very masculine. Boys club, and, yeah. Absolutely. So it was very shocking. Like, oh my God, there's two ladies that they, they have the, you know, the balls <laughs> to be. In right. Because uh -huh. you could have easily gone the route of being a pop star, right? You're, you're a pretty yes. girl. You can sing. You could have easily been the next Shakira or, you know, somebody like that. You know what? It's funny that this, that I'm moving a little bit because I need to connect my computer. But it's funny that you're saying that because actually after that contest, I got some offers, but the, the offers, I, I needed to change my style and my looks for this mm. to do what they were asking me. And I said, no, darling. No, you have to, to wear uh, shorts and be sexy and things like that. That's not part of my personality. So I, I, I say, no, thank you. This is not for me. Yeah. That's awesome. That because yeah, me. you could have been, you could have been the flavor of the month, you know, you could have done, you know, that kind of thing, but you didn't. Did you guys get a record deal early or did it take a while to get a record deal? Because the, the, before you answer that, the videos that I saw, the bass player was not female. So did she leave the band? No. She left the band. Yes. Okay. That, that, that first formation didn't last too long. It was like uh, probably a year, but then she started um, college. Okay. And she decided to quit um, the obvious reasons. And she was very, um, you know, actually their, her parents were very strict. That mm -hmm. was what happened. Yes. And she was very, she's still my friend and she lives in Orlando right now. Uh, she's an awesome girl. She's still playing music, actually. She's a um, um, singer and a drummer, and she's super punk crazy. I love her. Oh, that's awesome. She leaves the band or the band dissolves and you just put another, You so then it's your band now that you're putting together? Yes. Basically, the, the, I will say the ownership of the, or the creator, creator of the band, it wasn't me. It was Jesus Marino, that he was the guitar player. Yes. He was actually in charge of um, composing the songs. I was writing the lyrics in, together with him collectively. We were uh, working all the time uh, together, but he was the mastermind. You know, he okay. was actually 
the guy. And I was there, you know, giving him my feedback and my style. But I, I have to say that this band, actually the heart of this band was Jesus. Who were your influences in this band? I mean, I can sort of tell, but. Mm-hmm. Influences as a singer? Yeah. Well, there's so many that is actually, when I think about that, it's it's kind of crazy, but definitely in the rocks thing, it was Janis Joplin, obviously, the first time that I saw her singing when I was a kid, I was like, what? This is insane. Yeah. And I, it was love at the first sight. Like, I really enjoy her performance and her freedom and being so raw and so I don't give a shit. Can I say bad words? Yeah, you can. Okay. <laughs> you can. <laughs> okay. So that spirit of I don't give a shit and I do whatever I want and I want to express, you know, my feelings with um, the power that doesn't have um, measurements. You cannot, you, you do whatever you want to do. You go for it. No right. shame in your game. You know, that kind of, that Johnny Joplin right. gave me yeah, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. She just put it all out there. Yeah. This is it. This is me. I don't give a shit. So that <laughs> comes from her. And also in salsa music, I, I enjoy very much the Caribbean rhythms. There's a, a singer, her name is Celia Cruz, that she has that kind of same personality, you know, like she's over the top. She doesn't give a shit, you know, that is kind of the same yeah. thing that it was an inspiration for me. It was, and again, back in the day, we, the ladies were a little, uh, you know, oppressed. Right. We didn't have that freedom to do or say whatever we wanted to say. So these kind of characters and singers were a, a big influence for, for my, my career, for my, to develop somehow my own thing. Just go there and sing with all the passion that I have and not really caring about it, if this is going to be a hit or if people is going to like it or not. I'm sorry, I'm apologetic. I'm doing this because I love it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So when you've got this band and you've got to go out and do shows, is it all original or are you doing some covers? Are you doing some Hannah's Joplin? Are you already doing some Iron Maiden? Well, yes. But I, I had actually two bands in Venezuela all the time. It was Geisha and I had a, a cover band too. Okay. So I, when we played with Geisha, it was just original music. That was our baby. It's Geisha. Oh, it was great. And but at the same time, I had another um, band with Jesus Marino, the guitar player. He he used to play bass in the in the cover band, and we play Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, all the classic rock, you know, Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, all this music. And it was really fun for us to be able to play originals, our baby, our thing, but at the same time, just express our. Ah, anger and yeah yeah and just to just to show your influences and everything is this exactly. so at this point is this your full-time job are you still are you going to school are you working no, I'm, I'm going to school um yeah I was at college uh I, I studied at the, at the central university in Venezuela in Caracas and uh, I was working also and it was, you know, music was my passion. I never couldn't have the luxury of just doing music. I always right. had to study and, and, you know, do other things. And we, we, were, we were big or important or 
but not that, not in that range of just having an income and having a living with that. I don't think actually, even the, the great, great, great musicians down there, they don't make a living, especially yeah, with tough. rock. No, yeah, it's tough. impossible. Mm -hmm. Did you get a record deal? Because I see you had, had an album. Yes, we have some, uh, but it is very kind of DUI, you say that? Uh, yep. DIY, yeah. Kind of. Uh, so it was a collaboration. We had a, a studio uh, with a good friend that he gave some money and help. It was kind of a collective effort with m music people. Even my mom <laughs> gave some money for the pro producing the CD. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, that was my mom was always my supporter number one. I own my the ability to sing or, and to be doing what I'm doing to my mom. She's my fan number one. Oh, uh, and she's a, yeah, and she's an awesome musician. She's actually she's still singing. She sings in a in a very high quality choir in Venezuela right now. So she's a, a very academic operatic. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah, mm -hmm. you definitely get the, get your voice from her. So I saw yes. that you guys were on a TV show. Was that like an MTV type of thing, or yes. Yes, that's exactly kind of there was at the MTV format that, that was in, in, in Venezuela. Uh, there were a there's a couple, we, we did three shows there. And yes, we played a, a, a song, we played that live. That was super scary. The first time that I, I did that, I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, but it was very, very emotional after, when I saw. The, the when they broadcast that after I was at the kitchen in, in my grandmother's uh, house and I couldn't believe it to see watch myself in the TV playing I was like I couldn't believe it anyway I felt so proud of myself too like oh my god that little girl is that's me I'm singing on, I'm on TV mom you know that kind of feeling was yeah really cool. yeah so was there pressure to write music in English to kind of break into the North America market or would you never no. did you never want to do that no um it's not that I, we never wanted to do that it ne we never get into that point we're just very you know like Venezuela uh and again I think it because it was so um long ago that we didn't have in the internet, you know? Right, that's true, so, yeah. So that makes a huge difference. It may be right now, if, the, if that story is happening now, it would totally fulfill, you know, the, the need to do music in English so we can reach more, uh, a bigger audience. But back in the day, we were just fine doing our thing in Spanish and that's it. Did and actually, you... I, I, didn't speak, I didn't speak English back in the day either. So that wasn't even a possibility. I, I learned English when I moved to the United States 20 years ago. That was I just going to be my English. next question was about if, if you even spoke English. No, just the basic, very, very, you know, the English that you get at school that is really bad. <laughs> like maybe the Spanish that you get here. Yes, you know? exactly. Exactly. That's just like touristy, bad. you know, yeah. touristy English or... So were you popular in other countries in South America or just in Venezuela? At that time, just in Venezuela. But now that is something that is very cute. And I, it's, it's an honor for me um, because the internet and all the stuff, 
now I, we have fans in Colombia and in, um, in other countries in Latin America because we are now like a, a vintage yes. band and the kind of a cult band. And there's actually kids making covers of Geisha. Really? That wow. makes me, no, the first time that I saw this, there's a video that I will send that to you later because it's kind of hard to find it, but there's a tribute band, all right, that made songs of Geisha. At the first time that I saw that, I started to cry because it, you know what it oh means? Oh my, that, yes. That you are influencing kids right now after all these years and they're playing your music. I was like, no, I can't believe this. It's so beautiful. Very that nice. is that for me? completely, that is so awesome. And it's so heartwarming. Yeah, it, it really is. I tried to actually buy your CD, but I couldn't find it anywhere. No, no, it is, it's not sold. It's, it's just, nah, that, <laughs> the, the, that's why it's kind of a cult. It's just like we are in a vintage world. It, it's not, you know. Yeah, because I even looked like on Discog and uh, eBay, because, you know, obviously you can mm -hmm. always find like hard to find stuff there to yeah. see if I could, to see if I, I, I put, I put something in to see if, if it ever pops up on Discogs, if anybody's mm -hmm. ever trying to sell one of their copies to, to contact me. So. Why do you come to America? Oh, okay. Well, that's an easy well, well, before, and difficult. Before you do that, before you come to mm -hmm. America, you've mm -hmm. got Geisha. Mm -hmm. Does Geisha break up? What happens with Geisha? Well, what happened with Geisha was that I got married. Woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no, it wasn't exactly that, but that was kind of part of that separation. Yeah, life is complicated. Uh Yes, I got married. And because the political situation in Venezuela was so, so bad that I decided with my ex-husband, that's not my husband anymore, to move to the United States to get, you know, a better life because uh, the situation was getting worse and worse and worse. And that's why I, I ended up moving. But yeah, definitely that um, the political situation and that I got married both of them kind of at the same time made the, we broke, I broke the, the band didn't broke actually Geisha continued without me and Jesus the guitar player was the singer for maybe one year more and okay. that's it and uh -huh. he left the country too that's, that's what happened a lot of musicians uh, or people that had the opportunity to leave the country everybody boom left yeah unfortunately everybody, everybody left yeah and my ex-husband was he's american so it was easy for me oh um, yeah so is that why you went how you ended up in boston as opposed to anywhere else and well yeah, it was it was boston because his uncle lives in marlboro so okay. we, we yeah so he was kind of the first point of contact here the, the operation base and that's why we we moved to boston mm -hmm. and i'm very happy that I'm in Boston. I really love this city and this state. Massachusetts is great. Yeah. We're very good, happy here. Place. Winter is a kind of sucks. Yeah. But... <laughs> don't even start. Up to, winter is my only complaint. Oh, yeah. yeah no. Mine too. Mine too. Yeah. I could do without that. Yeah. So you come here, you get married, you get divorced. You got a, mm -hmm. you got a day job. Are you in other bands? And when, because you say you're always singing or whatever, what did you do here in the U.S. to try to get back into singing? Well, that's a good question because when I moved here, I what I needed to do first was to to learn the language and adapt 
to this right. culture and this that it took me a little while, especially to learn the language at least two years. I still I'm still learning the language after all these years, but, but I can communicate a little better than back in the day. So that and trying to find a job, it took me, you know, some years. But then I was living the housewife life in the suburbs for a while. I kind of quit music for almost 15 years. Big regret, I know. I was, and when actually I started, you know, separating from my husband, ex-husband, I was very depressed. One day I was working in New Hampshire in a winter night, snowing really bad. And I'm, you know, "Ah, this is not working. I need something to, you know, pump me up and get out of this black hole that I'm right now. And I entered in Craigslist looking for a band, music. Let me check this. Why not? That's what, what I thought. And the first ad that shows up in my screen was an Iron Maiden tribute band looking for singer. And I said, hmm, I love Iron Maiden. That's one of my favorite bands ever. This is a sign. And I replied to that ad with a link of Geisha, one of the, the songs that I sing. And I said, okay, this is me like 15 or 20 years ago. I'm very different right now, but I can sing. Just give me a try. So they, they reply and I, I did an audition. So they were very happy with me. And they said, well, okay, Adriana, we're going to call you. And I said, no, 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 you're not going to call me. You're going to tell me now, yes or no, right there. And they said, okay, yes. So that was 10 years ago, actually, that when I joined the Iron Maiden tribute band, they made in New England. And I've been very, very happy doing that project. We have been, you know, up and down. So it's a roller coaster. We had different musicians. Johnny Ray was one of the first guitar players. Uh, and actually, two days ago, uh, he, he passed um, in oh, a motorcycle accident. Yeah, that was very devastating. It was horrible. I still like... I can process that, and it was in 2014, unfortunately. An amazing, awesome, beautiful guy, super talented. His energy was, he taught me so much about putting the bar always higher and go for it, you know, like that kind of guy. Yeah, so we had had a lot of changes in the band, but the bass player, that is Frank and myself, we are like this. And we're ah, up the irons, you know, of this. So, so you're the, you guys are kind of the core. Yes, we're the core, definitely, Frank and myself. So, and we are super excited right now because we have a show um, in October 15 that is going to be huge for us, crazy huge. I can't even believe it. Um, we're going to play for the Iron Maiden fan club in Hennessy's in downtown Boston. And Dennis Stratton, it was one of the first guitar players in Iron Maiden, He's going to play with us. That is so, I saw that. That is so sick. And I will be there. You have to be I there. Will, I, well, I'll be there. I'm, I'm in the fan club anyway, so I'll be there. Okay. So I that for me there. is like, oh my God, that is driving me a little crazy. There's so much fun and excitement and like, I can't believe it. It's so awesome. You know, just, yeah. And I have are to Are you guys going to do like, yeah, are you guys going to do like just the first, couple albums or are you going to do the just the first album you're just going to do stuff that dennis 
played on or is he doing like the whole show or is he just doing a couple of songs or do you no, not he's know? gonna do more than a couple like like probably seven songs oh all right like- with dennis and, and other musicians that they're going to collaborate to and then we're gonna have our regular set list like we're gonna play maybe an hour more and yeah it's gonna be fun <laughs> that is so awesome what songs because when i saw you you mm-hmm. did you did all of the you know sort of the hits all the songs that everybody mm-hmm. knows and loves it was a great mm-hmm. sing along is mm-hmm. there a song that you are that you want to learn to do or that you've said to frank frank i want to do this song mm-hmm. we need to do this song we need to add this to the set yeah a lot of them we have right now like more than almost we have three hours of, of material now it's like wow. a lot yeah, like, for example, one of the deep cuts that I enjoy singing and it's crazy is To Tame a Land. That I is a that song. song. I love that, that song. Yeah, me too. It's crazy. It's like it me the chills, you know, like and it, all the melodic and the Arabic flavor, the Spanish guitar oh. is crazy. So that's one of my favorites. Like, ah, but we don't play those songs too much in shows that are kind of short because, you know, people, they... No, they don't know the song and it could be too long and it's awesome but it's like it's complicated right. we play that song when it's a maybe we have play, we have to play three sets and then we, well, let's play to tame a land yay and always you see a, a hard you know fan they're like wow you're playing that song and that is great when you but do I, mm-hmm. when you do the when you do the show at hennessy's you can definitely mm-hmm. do all the deep cuts because all the Bank club yes. people are, we're all geeks. We know every song. Yes. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but we cannot go too crazy right now in, 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 uh, because we have um, a new drummer and, and, and we have to, you know, give it a t- some time to play I, the crazy, crazy songs. I, some song that now I'm thinking uh, that I would love to sing is Alexander the Great. Wow, I love yeah, that Iron Maiden fans would love to hear that because, as you know, Iron Maiden he never hasn't done it yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I was I was in Greece uh, four years ago and I saw Iron Maiden in Athens, and everybody was expecting him yeah. to sing Alexander the Great in Greece. That would have been and perfect. It, oh, absolutely, yeah. I was Alexander the Great. Everybody shouting like crazy. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> how, yeah. how many times have you seen Iron Maiden? Because you haven't seen them in Venezuela, right? Because they don't. Yes, Uh, yes, they went to Venezuela. Yes, and in 1992, I think. Fear of the Dark tour. No. Yeah, Power Slave is Fear of the Dark. Oh, Power Slave is Power Slave is 85. I know. So no, I'm confused. No, but I saw them in Venezuela. I don't know. I know. eh, What age? Uh, Damn it. But I was there. That um, I haven't seen them. Well, one, two, three, four times, four times. And now in October, you're going to go. Yep. I'll be there too. I'll be there. Oh, yes. Well, I'll be there. Yes. I'm actually going out to Denver as well to see them. Yeah. And I, I went and saw them. I, I saw the tour already and it downloaded with Belfast. So I've already oh, wow. seen the updated legacy tour. So yeah, that's what I do. I just travel around to see Iron Maiden. it's it's an expensive hobby yes (laughs) i know it is it is or no i like to travel a lot but yeah it's complicated my job is complicated too but yeah yeah mine too 
Mine mm-hmm. too. It's, it's hard. And and then did you guys have a lot of stuff planned during what that all got, you know, because of the pandemic all uh, went away? Did you have a lot of stuff that you lost? But what do you mean exactly? Like, like, did you did you have gigs and stuff that, you know, obviously oh, yeah. you didn't. Yes. You weren't yes, able definitely. to play and, Absolutely. and everything. Absolutely. And every, but everything's coming back now. Everything is. Oh, yeah. Actually, we have a lot of shows coming up. Uh, so this Sunday. Um, we're playing at the chop shop in um, Salisbury, I think is the name of the place. Oh, see what is in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, um, I saw that. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, I have to go to a family thing, but okay, <laughs> but uh, because I saw that, yeah, we're doing that at a celebration of the life of somebody actually that passed not long ago and he and she was a very hard fan of Iron Maiden so we're gonna do that show oh that's celebration. Gonna be nice. yeah yeah super nice so uh, that's this Sunday and then we have a show in Kingston Massachusetts it's South Shore yep in a in a place that is the name is Pins it's a oh I know where that alley. is yes yeah awesome place awesome place we played there like probably three months ago or something like that no more I had my actually I fractured my my leg and I I I did that show with my fractured leg it was painful oh my god oh no but had, yeah but it was fun so that place is awesome we hope there was a lot there's a lot of people going because that's a venue that we need to keep alive because they um allowed original bands to play there see and that for me I think it's really important that original bands need they need venues to play i agree see so because i know we're playing music it's not our music i'm very happy singing iron maiden but it's not the same you know as people playing their original music and it's so hard to find clubs that allow original bands to play so they just want you to come in and do the the hits yeah Yeah. the hits okay sell drinks and bye-bye so that's that's why the community the musical community you have to support this original projects too do you have any plans to reunite geisha sometimes we we talk about it the problem is that everybody's so far away the guitar players in spain the bass players in in denver's the drummer is in venezuela so it it could be a a zoom (laughs) (laughs) could be a a zoom a zoom concert yeah yeah a zoom concert maybe but um yeah it's, it's complicated Mm-hmm. What about here trying to get an original band together with like some other people? Have you thought about I did, that? I did that and it didn't work. Oh. Um, yeah. And, it, and actually, I'm going to send you those links too. We, we recorded four songs that I think they're awesome. I like them very much. The name of the project is Black Friday. Actually, I think there's something in, in YouTube. It's if you type Black Friday and maybe my name, it, something's going to happen. Okay, there. I'll do that. Yeah, and just, we, ha- we have that. We did like three or four shows together, but it was some drama. Yeah, guys, all set. The guys are the most dramatic people ever. Yeah, they are. They're, they're the worst. They're, <laughs> they're worst. Like- they always say, oh, you're like a lady. Yeah, Dude, I'm no. sorry, to be honest. So it was voice drama and ego bullshit and say okay no bye-bye i'm i'm too old for this thank you mama. 
That's right. Yes. I do. Mm -hmm. uh, I do agree with that. I don't have time for any drama no. in my life. I'm no. way too old for that. Yeah, exactly. Me too. That's why I'm doing this for fun. If I notice that if something is not working, if we're not having fun, if you're not happy with us, darling, this is not for you. This is a project for the joy of playing Iron Maiden. That's it. Right. You have to love the music, have fun, be just lucky and privileged to be able to entertain some people doing what you love. Exactly. Do you play outside of New England? Have you done that? Or do you just play in the New England area? Just New England, because it's always complicated. You know, a lot of people have families. Um, right. Not me. I don't have kids. <laughs> I can go whatever I want. That's very nice. Me too. No kids. <laughs> no kids. But a lot of people have kids or dogs or families in general. So it's hard to just go to a different place. We Sometimes we go probably, uh, I don't know, in Connecticut, a two hours, three hours drive. And then we stay for the night in a hotel. But just very local things. Just New England. Not Nothing out of New England. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I got to chat with you. And I I'd like to see you maybe before October 15th. We'll see what we can do about that, but I will definitely see you October 15th. Will you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, me and my band. Well, okay, I'm in Facebook. We're we're not in, very in Instagram because I, I think Instagram is for the kids. We are old people, so we are a Facebook, <laughs> Facebook group of old people. Um, so the name of the band is Made in New England. Super easy and clever. Made in New England. Very so, clever. Super clever, right? I didn't invent, in, in, create that name. It was not my credit. Facebook, and be careful because we had a hacker. We, they hacked our original page. So you have to check that the picture of the Facebook page is the British uh, flag, England flag, the England flag with uh, with Eddie. It's not because there's another one, the hacker. It's like a crazy lady dressed like a cat or something. That's not our page. They stole that page from us and we already had more than 3,000 likes and we had to start a new one again. Oh, we'll get it back up again. You All know right. what I wanted to ask you? So you guys have, when I saw you, you have a friend that does Eddie, that wears the Eddie mask. Do you want to yes. talk about your friend? Yes. Okay. That his nickname is the Hulk. He's a sweet sweetheart. And well, he I don't know if I should say but something, but well, he's he has Parkinson. Okay. So I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe he had a stroke or something. Yeah. But I loved that you yes that you guys have him up there. That yes. he loves the music and he's up there being yes. Eddie. And I just yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not here to talk about anybody's personal business, but yes, I just exactly. I love the fact that you had somebody who's obviously got some physical challenges. Yes, up there, exactly. rocking mm -hmm. out in his Eddie yes. mask. Yes, yes, and I love him, and he's a very awesome guy, and exactly that he has that disability, and um, is an outlet for him, you know, to do right. something fun and be part of the the community of rocking and it's it's super nice to it's, see him how do you know so him? was fun. he just a fan or was he a friend of somebody's or it's it's the bassist player frank's a good good friend i probably related i'm not sure if they are cousins or they're related but they're all old friends from the whole lot so yeah that's how he's part of the band yeah that's great i love that he's mm -hmm. part of the band i think that yeah. that's that was i thought that was really really awesome it's very sweet do you guys have merch 
Yes, we have t-shirts. That's all that we have is t-shirts that I love very much because the design of this t-shirts was made for uh, Johnny Ray, the guy who had the motorcycle accident. And the beautiful thing about this t-shirt is that they sent a female, Eddie, with the boobs <laughs> and Here with a Venezuelan, a Venezuelan flag with the Boston um, uh, background. So it's Boston, uh, the Venezuelan flag, the, the, the female Eddie, it is, it's, it's very nice. Um, all the, the combo and the, in the symbols is super nice. So that's, that's awesome. Our, mm -hmm. I'm going to check that out. Check that get, out. Get me a t-shirt. Absolutely. I'm going to give you one when you when I see you next show. Oh, I'll rock it. I'll rock it all over Absolutely. town. Absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> That'll be my me. gift. Um, so it was super great to talk to you. I'm losing my voice. No. Oh, my God. That's <clears> awesome. <throat> Thank you for having me, Melissa. Thank you Anytime. Anytime. And feel free to come back and we'll talk about other stuff. Thank you. Mwah. Un besito. Ah. Un besito. Thank you Bye. for having me and see you soon in the next show. Very soon. Okie dokie. Bye. Bye, -bye.
Thank you. This is...